Hi, this is WGNO Sports Director Ed Daniels. Welcome to our Friday Night Football podcast. In September of 1992, Friday Night Football kicked off. 30 seasons later, we've watched our high school stars turn into legends. There was Peyton and Eli Manning, Ed Reed, Reggie Wayne, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Joe McKnight, Debo Jones, Duke Riley, Tyron Matthew, Leonard Fournette, Justin Jefferson, Christian Fulton, Darrell Williams, Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, and many others. Players come and go, but a constant is our great Louisiana high school football coaches. In our state, football is coached as well as anywhere in the country. These coaches give their lives and their careers to their communities. They, like we, know that Friday nights in the fall here are special. It's Friday, time for another edition of a New Orleans staple, celebrating 30 years, Friday Night Football, always presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Friday Night Football, presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl as we continue season number 30. And Coach has been burning the midnight oil, getting ready for noon tomorrow at Joe Yenny. Brother Martin and John Curtis, I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a big ball game, but we had some big games tonight. You know, this is the final tune-up for the playoffs. A lot of teams look really good. A lot of points scored tonight. And we'll talk about who's who and the PowerPoints as well as we move along tonight. Each week we present our Smooth Game of the Week brought to you by our friends at Smoothie King. Look for us at the games. On Friday nights, we'll be tossing the Smoothie King t-shirts with the gift certificate for a free smoothie inside. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. Let's go to Rommel and Jesuit at Tad Gormley tonight. Paige Miller, part of the homecoming court at Jesuit, making her daddy chance very proud. Rumble's plagued by turnovers early in this first quarter. Here's the first one. Casey Averroes is going to be picked off by Nicholas Foley. Nice return by Foley. Tried to do that pro rule, get up and run, but they marked him down. <laughs> Foley had two picks tonight. He was terrific. After another Rumble turnover, Jack Marivier pulls in. Four-yard touchdown, 7 nothing. Jays, they're going for the outright district title. Rumble goes with an option. Here they hit the pitch, hit the young man right in the hands. He drops the ball. Jays fall on it. Big turnover. All right, and then Larivier to Jace Larson, BB. 17 yards, 14 nothing Jesuit at that point. Uh, Rumble does a nice job here, though, Ed. They're going to respond like a good football team that they are. Rumble takes the ball in the 86 yard drive. Tyrone Hayes' two yard touchdown run. Rumble trails 14 to 7. In the second quarter, Larivier with a four yard run on the keep on third and one. Jesuit leads 21 to 10. Now in the third quarter, let's go to the second half. Casey Averard hands it off to LaDamian McDowell for a big gain, but the ball comes loose and Nick Jacobs would fall on it. The Jays recover. They would turn it into points. Harry Reinhardt would punch it in from a yard out. That made it 28 to 10. And then Larivier again, talk about how talented this young man is, Coach, and what a difference maker he'll be in the playoffs. Well, and he shows his ability right here with the quarterback sneak, walks in untouched, had another running touchdown. He can run it and throw it, and he's got great skill in stopping and finding receivers down the field as he scrambles. Jesuit 35, Rummel 10. Chalmette a winner over Riverdale. 79th win for Jason Tucker. A new school record for the Owls. They beat Riverdale 28-6. 
Our Catholic League score is brought to you by Loyola University. Want to change the world? Start here at Loyola. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's Ponchatoula and Hammond at Strawberry Stadium. Coach Hank trying to get to 8-0. They'll be the three seed in the 5A playoffs. Turbo's going to find Jacoby Matthews for the first touchdown. Ponchatoula takes a 7-0 lead. Now watch this alert play by Brant Monastere on the kickoff. He's going to make the tackle, strip the ball, and recover it. That's a terrific play by number 23. So on the next play, Tribble to a wide open DeMontro Osby in the back of the end zone. So Ponchatoula up 14-0. Green Wave has it at the 10. Tribble gets the snap under control. He's going to find Osby again for the touchdown. 10-yard score. Green Wave up 21 to zip. Next possession. Ponchatoula Ray, Ray with the Johnson. ball. Brandon Johnson. 34-yard run. They run it and throw it and play good defense. 28-zip. Ponchatoula leads. Hammond tries to put a drive together. Deep pass going to be intercepted by Clyde Gayton and returned in the red zone. He's had a great year on defense for the guys in white with the green helmets. They were unable to capitalize. Uh, right before the half, uh, Hammond tries to get something going. Great play by Darren Bretter. Stalls the drive. That's going to give Jake Levitt a chance to kick the field goal. He kicks it, makes it 31-0 lead at the half for the Green Wave. Green Wave continuing attack on points. Tribble to Amorian Walker. It's a 15-yard touchdown, and Ponchatoula rolls at Strawberry Stadium, 45 to nothing. They complete the perfect regular season with eight victories. St. Paul's a winner over Fountain Blue, 37 to seven as the Wolves move to seven and two. Our North Shore scores brought to you by Eddie Terrell North Park. Nissan, Hyundai, and Genesis by Smart by North Park. Elsewhere on our board, it was E.D. White. They're going to be the number one seed in Division II. They went over St. James. All the highlights coming up shortly on that one here on Friday Night Football. And Destrahan, a winner, scoreless at the half. They pull away from Thibodeau. They win it 35 to nothing. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. Let's go to Slide L tonight. Salmon, 7-1, hosting Lakeshore. Titans trying to win their third game in a row. Salmon kicks it off on the opening kickoff, and here we're going to see Eli Lorette is going to take a lateral. It's going to go all the way to the 20-yard line. Nice run. Salmon finally gets him, knocks him out of bounds. Now on the next play. Josh Ray. Josh Ray's is going to take the handoff. Watch, he's going to die for this pile on right here. Just gets it right inside for the touchdown. Seven to nothing Titans. Lakeshore gonna kick it off. Special teams big, coach. You talk about it all the time. Trent Johnson on the return. House call. He's going the distance. They're not gonna get him. Touchdown. Ties the game early after Johnson takes it to the house. Titans come back in the second quarter. They're going to play a second and seven. Jaden McCall finds Lorette again. He's in for the 40-yard touchdown play. PAT was good, 14-7 for Lakeshore. Later in the second quarter, Snap Muff kicks it short. Jared Roberson would scoop it up and score 37-yard return. Lakeshore 20-7 at the half. That's a big play. Third quarter, Jack Gillikin is going to drop back coming up. Here we come. He's going to drop back and he's going to fire a shot. 
to Jaden Hardison. 26 yard gain for the Spartans. Now two plays later, Johnson's gonna take the handoff. Johnson's gonna pound it in. 16 yards out for the touchdown. Nice play. Titans up 30 to 14. McCall back to pass. He's playing well. He finds Lorette right here. And he breaks away from two tackles and he's in. 30 yard touchdown. That's it for Lakeshore. They win three in a row. They're a hot football team. 37 to 22 over Salmon. And Franklinton defeated Pearl River 38 to 28. Friday night football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. Longtime rivals, West Jeff and East Jeff. Yes, sir. Brings back a lot of old memories. I'm not going to lie to you about that. It's always been a big one. Opening possession. Arthur Oliver connects to James Manginello. 56-yard touchdown run for the Warriors. They take a 7-0 lead. Now, East Jefferson continues to roll on the next possession. It's going to start at their own one-yard line. They but, throw, but watch but the screen. Watch. He's, he's tackled in the end zone, so it actually goes as a safety. Safety. Tried Crazy. To, they tried to... Uh, Wide receiver screen, it ended up as a safety. All right, Josh Barbie in for a touchdown of 23 yards. And West Jeff, now they would lead 9-7. Then it's Oliver to Manganello again, Coach. Oliver to Manganello. Combinations worked well all night. 34 yards. East Jeff's going to regain the lead, 14-9. West Jeff would respond. Caven Johnson to Daquan Royal. Coming up right here, Johnson buys himself a little time strike into the end zone right there or on the five yard line he gets it in and that made it 16 14 so it's homecoming eric cox and chloe bird the king and the queen at east jefferson off oliver for the warriors is going to keep this thing rolling he's having a great night he's going to find peyton rook harbor for the warriors touchdown 21 16 east jeff then oliver to manganella again on the slant, 41-yard touchdown run. East Jefferson takes it 28-16. So the Warriors will be on the road. They were in the high 20s in seeding. They probably helped themselves a little bit tonight. 28-16 over West Jeff. Arthur Oliver had a great game, including an interception. The quarterback will show you that a little bit later. In TV, they call that a tease. John Errett over Higgins, 36-14. Rivalry game tonight, Friday night football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's Slidell and North Shore on that beautiful turf at North Shore High School. Panthers and Tigers, Coach. Yes, sir. Tigers have the ball, third down. Blake, Luke Gidry to Blaine Supreme. Supreme. For a 22-yard touchdown. 22-yard touchdown. Extra point was blocked at that point. Now the Panthers have the ball. Roth Batham again, 20-yard touchdown run. PAT was missed, 9-6 to six Tigers. Next Panthers drive, Jackson Fayard. Before he had to leave the game, 16-yard touchdown pass to Brandon Hines right before halftime. In the third quarter, Tigers have it. Tamaj Hoffman up the middle, one-yard touchdown run, two-point conversion fail. Panthers lead 16-15. Next drive, it's Austin Jackson. A tremendous talent. They're not going to get him. He's in the open field, and then he's going to show you a little speed as well. 52 yards to the house, but Robotham also he's, going to work. Yeah, Robotham's going to show you a little bit himself as he bulls this thing in from the seven-yard line for the touchdown. 
Three plays later, Robotham again. Panthers lead it. That looks like a slide L touchdown. That is a Tamaj Hoffman 29-yard run. Then a little bit later. They bought all the way down to the eight-yard line. And then Robotham from three yards out. Panthers 36 to 22 at that point. But then Goodry would throw a six-yard touchdown pass or run it in from six yards out to cut the lead to 36 to 29. That's how it ended. North Shore, a winner over Slidell, 36 to 29. Arch Manning didn't play in the second half. Newman over South Platte, 48 to 12. So, my friend, what did you make of what we saw tonight? A quality win from Jesuit, but you knew they had a good football team. Yeah, they do. They have an excellent team, and, and Rommel struggled a little bit. You can't turn the ball over that many times early in the game. Uh, they put a nice drive together, just didn't have quite enough tonight. Big win for East Jefferson. As you said, I think they improved their position in the uh, in the power points, and it was a great momentum builder going into the playoffs. And, of course, Lakeshore has won three in a row. They are a hot football team at the end of the year. Our Friday night flashback brought to you by Holy Cross School. Holy Cross School, educating the whole man, mind and heart, body and soul. We flash back to the state. Well, let's flash back and see where we are. Not exactly sure we have this one nailed down just yet. In the early 90s, Al Jones rebuilt the Nichols Bobcats football program. So much so that the Bobcats reached the playoffs and upset 5A power John Errett along the way. Jones prepped at St. Aug and stayed home to play his college football. With a wry sense of humor, he told the story of how he was part of the play that put Tulane quarterback Terry Looney on the shelf for the season. I dove for the ball, and he, he, he bent over for the ball, and my helmet hit his knee. So he was out for the season. It was my freshman year. I didn't know any better. Later, Al Jones was best known as being the father of Chad Jones and Raheem Alem but he was also an outstanding high school football coach. And that's your Friday Night Flashback, presented by Holy Cross School. Okay, we were talking about 1993, but not the playoffs. The fact that Al Jones led that team to 10 wins that year, that was an amazing accomplishment. Yes, that certainly was. And let me tell you, I had the opportunity to work with Al Jones in the All-Star game. We became close friends, and, and he is an excellent football coach, a better man. No doubt about that. Back with more Friday Night Football after this. Listen to the best high school football radio show in the nation each and every Friday night. It's Ken Trahan's original prep football report. 6 p.m. to midnight, the original in its 27th season can be heard on Nash Icon, 106.1 New Orleans. WSLA, 1560 AM, Slide L. WSLA, 93.9 FM. Heaven, 1460 Baton Rouge. Sports Talk, 97.7 FM, Rustin Monroe. The Sports Rebel, 1320 AM, Vivian. Caddo Country, 105.3 FM, Shreveport. And on CrescentCitySports.com. On the way home from the games, listen to Friday Night Football live at 11 o'clock. That's Ken Trahan's original prep football report. You are watching Friday Night Football, a New Orleans tradition for 30 years. 
Welcome back. Thanks to our friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors. You can play in our prep pick contest each and every week. Be eligible to win an Academy gift certificate when you pick the top three games of the week. Later, check out the top five plays of the night presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Bell Chase Cardinals and the Landry Buccaneers. Landry's going to get started in this game at Bell Chase Stadium. How about Jerome Stewart? Coach? Jerome Stewart gets the Buccaneers started with a 50-yard pass to Gerald Martin. Nice completion. Now, three plays later, Stewart's going to keep it himself after that completion. He's going to punch it in from three yards out on the quarterback keeper. Landry takes his 6-0 lead. Bell Chase looks to answer on a drive, but Tyler Dixon is going to be swallowed up here and sacked by Tristan Bain. So in the second quarter, Landry drives deep into the Bell Chase territory, but it's going to get stopped on fourth down by Kylan Smith and Carlos Regas for big defensive plays. Needing a fourth down conversion, Tyler Dixon answers with a 20-yard run right here. Extra effort as he gets it close. Then three plays later, Dixon is going to find Trace Williams over the middle for the touchdown. That made it 7-6, and Bell Chase goes on to beat Landry 17-6. Warren Easton, big winner over Kennedy, 48 to nothing. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's Booker T. Washington and McDonough 35. Trailing 7 and nothing in the third. Santana Price sneaks his way into the end zone to take an 8-7 lead over Booker T. All right, fourth quarter. The drive stalls. Carrion White with the sack right here as they get the quarterback down. Needing a fourth down. Needing a fourth down conversion. It's going to hand it off to Arnold Barnes. Barnes is going to get the really tough yards for the first down. Three plus seven plays later, Barnes is going to cap it off with the eight-yard, eight-minute eat-it-up drive, 13-yard touchdown. Booking T takes the 13-8 lead. McDonough, 35, looks to answer, but White sack puts the Ron Eagles drive in jeopardy. Third down, Santana Price makes a valiant effort to get the yards back, but he's stopped by a platoon of defenders Great defense at that point. All right. The drive would come to an end right here. Edward Williams with the sack right here. And this was a defensive struggle won by Booker T. Washington over McDonough 35, 13 to 8. And the Lutcher Bulldogs more than doubled up Patterson, winning at 55 to 22. Each season, the All-State Sugar Bowl presents our Coach of the Year. Our thanks to our presenting sponsor, the All-State Sugar Bowl. And each week, we celebrate the pipeline from South Louisiana and Metro New Orleans to the outstanding football program at Nichols. We call it, before they were colonels, they were stars on Friday Night Football. And the biggest star is the man who has led the revival of Nichols football. In 2014, Nichols lost its final game of the season 62-3. Four years later, the Colonels won a Southland Conference championship. They would do it with homegrown players, led by a homegrown head coach, Tim Rebo of Destrahan High School. That's where I cut my teeth. Uh, I graduated from there, came back, was, was privileged to be an assistant coach there, 
and then became the head coach at a young age. Rebo coached the Wildcats to the 5A championship game in 1993. He said Friday nights were, and still are, special. That was the thing, the, the whole community coming together, the, the rivalry football games, uh, the friendships that you made. Tim Rebo has football skills, but also people skills. He said the latter is critical. I'm, I'm always telling young coaches it's about how you treat people. And if you treat people right along the way, uh, those everybody never forgets that. Tim Rebo is the all-time winningest coach in the history of Nichols football. And before he was a colonel, he was a star on Friday Night Football. Tim Rebo, a great one. He was, I tell you, I remember when he started out, he was a defensive back coach at Destrehan, did a great job right there. You knew he was destined to greatness in terms of his career, and, and I really admired the way he stayed to build the Nichols State program. He believes in that, mm -hmm. and it's good to see a man have loyalty the way he does. And you know, it's fantastic, and of course the same thing is happening at Southeastern Louisiana as well with Frank Selfo in the Southland Conference, both of these coaches building with homegrown talent. Yes, sir, and that's, that's really encouraging to see for our local kids. All right, we want to remind you that our Orleans Parish scores are always brought to you by First Bank and Trust. First Bank and Trust delivering the winning score. Back with more Friday Night Football after this. are watching Friday Night Football, a New Orleans tradition for 30 years. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. We head to Yaki Bernard Field, Harvey Pelche Stadium. It's EDY trying to be the number one seed in Division II against St. James. Jeffrey Diedrich, two-yard touchdown run. EDY goes up 7-0 against St. James. Now Diedrich again. This time it's going to be a 51-yard touchdown run. Diedrich has a big first quarter. E.D. White takes a 14-0 lead. All right, let's move on to the second quarter. St. James back to pass. Charlie Hunt is going to come up with the pick right there for the Cardinals. Uh, but they can't do this, Ed, because they had an opportunity, but they're going to fumble the ball. St. James is going to get the recovery to stop that drive. Coming up right here. Ball comes loose, and that goes as a turnover. St. James, Marquel Bergeron. To Kobe Brown, it's a 20-yard pass for St. James, and that would set up a Kobe Brown four-yard touchdown run. That made it 14-7. St. James would kick the field goal. Alec Mailer, 45 yards. That made it 14-10. E.D. White's going to respond. Jace Gross, 30-yard touchdown run. E.D. White goes up 21-10. Baylor would come right back. He'd kick another one. This guy's a really good field goal kicker. 26 yards. E.D. White leads St. James 21-13. Jeffrey Diedrich again this time. For the touchdown run, E.D. White goes up 28-13. St. James doesn't quit, though. Right here, the touchdown pass from Bergeron to Shaz Preston of 29 yards. Fourth and 11, they would go for it right here, but the pass would be intercepted right here by Ethan Lee. And that did it for E.D. White over St. James, 28 to 19. 
Welcome back to Friday Night Football, presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. Each week on Friday Night Football, we present our best player of the week, brought to you by Best Chevrolet. Here's Jory Perry's Uptown. In the first half of a 34-0 win over Cohen, Arch Manning was flawless, completing nine of nine passes for 153 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, it was fun. I thought we played well as an offense. Um, we were pretty efficient. Um, and everyone really played well, so it was good getting in and out, and uh, we had a good outing. Manning has made college game day visits to Georgia, Alabama, Texas, Ole Miss, and most recently Clemson, but says a college decision will wait. The season was really just about going to see a few places, and then I think I'm going to look more into that um, after the season. Manning says when it comes to choosing a college, relationships matter most. Really the people. Um, you want to be surrounded by really good people, and um, obviously the football program, place you want to be, it seems like a family. When he knows, he'll know. I've heard Archie say that. Um, I was blessed to play with Peyton. I watched him go through it. And it's when you know, you know. It's all about a fit. And this is his choice. This is his journey. Uh, I think my, my piece is he's going to go where he wants. This isn't about anybody else but him. He's got a wonderful network of, uh, you know, a support system on like any other. And I'm sure he'll use that. But uh, he's got a great heart on his shoulders. And like everybody else, I'm curious. But I think he's still got some time. And, you know, we'll see where he lands. Isidore Newman's Arch Manning. This week's best Chevrolet, best player of the week. Didn't play in the second half tonight against South Plaque. Um, I still think that there's a handful of schools, and I think Georgia and Texas are right there at the top. Well, you certainly couldn't blame those two programs, especially with Texas coming into the conference. It's very attractive to him. It'll be just about the time he's making his impact at some university. And you know what? One thing I can say about the young man is he's handled himself well. You know, I would agree with that. Watching him this summer, being around him, he, he was a team guy. He, he didn't yep. have anything other than yep. uh, a good play at uh, the 7-on-7. Seven seven. Right, and wants to win in the playoffs. How about that? That's a great thing. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. We're going to Thursday nights, the Mandeville Skippers and the Covington Lions. Coach? Justin Chapman. On Covington's first possession, is going to take it like a nice move, breaks it to the outside. He gets it all the way down to the in, at the five-yard line. A couple of plays later now, Covington is going to fumble the ball. Quintez Lorette loses it, and after a big pile-up, Brad Chauvin comes up with the ball for Mandeville at a nice stop. Second quarter, Skipper's threatening. Henderson's pass intercepted by Bryce Blackwell, so that would leave it at 0-0 at the half. Let's go to the third. In the third, the Lions going to get on the board first. 21-yard touchdown run by Brandon Corkley. Corkley takes a 6-0 lead for the Lions. Next Mandeville possession, Henderson picked off again by Blackwell. Return to the seven. Big play right there for the Covington Lions, and then they would punch it in. Reese Pullion punches it in from a yard out that made it 12 to nothing but then you don't punt it to land an Ivietta. No that's go. not a real good idea unless you've got a bunch of guys down the field covering covering because Ibietta's going to take it all the way 70 yards for the touchdown. Skipper's trail though 12 to 7. All right one more chance for Mandeville. Dusang back to pass. He's going to throw it deep and it is going to fall incomplete and Covington a winner over Mandeville, 12 to seven. Elsewhere on our board tonight, HL Bourgeois 40, Central Lafouche three, Hanville a shutout winner over Terrebonne, 
31 to nothing. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Holy Cross Tigers and the St. Aug Purple Knights. Tigers trail at 7-0, but then, Coach, they get on the board. They get on the board with Eli LaFrance. LaFrance is going to get it in the end zone. They knot it up at 7. Later, Tigers would take the lead. Cole Canatella, their quarterback, to Kobe Young. Great catch right there. That set up a TD. Tigers had a 13-7 lead, but St. Aug would respond. This game was back and forth. St. Aug's going to respond. Dylan DeVinzi to Carl Singleton. Singleton's going to make a great catch and an excellent run. 52 yards and the score. This guy had three touchdown catches and this punt return. He was really good last night. Javen Nicholas with the punt return for a score. It was 24-23 Aug at the half. They hang on to win that game. They win it 30 or 45 to 37. Now Thursday night, St. Aug honored referee Paul LaRosa, who called his final Catholic League game. He will retire from officiating at the end of this season. For his final Catholic League game, many of his colleagues came into work, including Jim Radcliffe, who now lives in California. We spoke with LaRosa at halftime. Why did you decide to get out? Oh, it's just time for the younger guys to step up. Um, as long as I'm around, I'm blocking somebody else from getting the games that they want. So um, I've had a great run. Um, still have a lot of friends from it, and I'll keep those friends. So it's just time to step aside. What's the best thing about this job? Meeting the people you meet. Coaches, players, um, administrators, obviously the officials. I've met some incredible people, even newscasters and sportscasters. So those guys actually turn out to be pretty nice. All of it's been a great ride. This is a man who's dedicated much of his life to young people. I'm, Fantastic. I, I, I haven't said this to anybody else. I, I, I'm going to call him and ask him to stay in. He's too good of an official, Ed. Right. The guy does a tremendous job at controlling the game. He has a great demeanor about him. Uh, he's great for the kids. I, I, I hope he will reconsider. I really do. We you, need guys like him. You know, there was a couple of hundred years of experience on the field last night with all those guys officiating that game. It really was a stellar crew. I'd like to have that crew every week if I could get them. <laughs> Amen on that, brother. We need great officials in yes, this state. Sir. We're losing them. Uh, he's a great one. Let's move on to more scores here on Friday Night Football. Ellender Memorial over South Terrebonne, 27-26. South Lafouche and Coach Young over Assumption, 42-28. Vanderbilt Catholic, impressive win over Morgan City, 38-12. Country Day had a big lead. They held on to beat Riverside for the district title, 38-31. Bogalusa, the Jacks, 51, LaRanger, 28. And St. Helena over Independence, 47-35. You are watching Friday Night Football, a New Orleans tradition for 30 years. The Ball Hawk of the Week brought to you by Archbishop Hannon High School. Archbishop Hannon, informing faith, inspiring excellence, and building character. Great Catholic education on the North Shore. And let's get our ball hawk of the week, and it comes from West Jeff and East Jeff. East Jeff's quarterback and defensive back, Arthur Oliver, off the tip pass. 
He gets the INT for the Warriors. They go ahead and roll 28-16. Nice tip, nice heads up. Looks not easy being a two-way player, especially a quarterback. Oliver's a talented young man. Like a center fielder on that play, Arthur Oliver, the Archbishop Hannon Ball of the Week, Ball Hawk of the Week, as he makes the catch on the INT for East Jefferson. More of our scores, Amede over Kentwood, 40 to nothing. Springfield beat North Lake Christian, 12 nothing. Pine, a winner over Varnado, 40 to 18. St. Thomas Aquinas, 35. Pope John Paul, three. It was Hanson Memorial, 21. Covenant Christian, zero. Hannon, 39. Albany, eight. St. Martin's, another big win for the Saints and Harlem Berry again to over 200 yards tonight. They defeat West St. John 27 to 14. MLK over Psy Academy 44 to 6. Delcom defeated Homer Christian 45 to 6. And St. Thomas More over East St. John. East St. John has found their quarterback, Kylan Harris, who was outstanding in defeat tonight. St. Thomas More wins it 62 60. We'll try to show you highlights of that one coming up on Friday Night Football. Our Scholar Athletes of the Week brought to you by a longtime Friday Night Football sponsor. They are your Southern Quality Ford dealers. Let's meet a studious Comet who is a star in the classroom. Here's Richie Mills. St. Charles Catholic offensive lineman Jake Jondron is a 4.0 student that scored a 34 on the ACT. Jake plans on attending LSU where he'll major in mechanical engineering and pursue a career in aeronautics. My future's all in front of me, so um, getting into the good colleges, getting into a good career, it's all very important to stay on top of that and to build study habits now instead of trying to learn them later. In this day and age, he's a leader by example and he too, you know, he, he really beats his own drum. He's not somebody that's into a, being a follower or what everybody else is into. He's into doing his job and uh, in, in helping the team win, which is awesome. Outside of football, Jake is vice president of the National Honor Society. He also does community service with several local organizations. St. Charles Catholic's Jake Jandron, this week's Friday Night Football Scholar-Athlete, presented by your Southern Quality Ford dealers. You are watching Friday Night Football, a New Orleans tradition for 30 years. Tonight, Ponchatoula impressive at Strawberry Stadium over Hammond. Richie Mills was there. With the 45-0 win over the Hammond Tornadoes, the Ponchatoula Greenway finished the regular season a perfect 8-0, solidifying a top-5 seed in the upcoming Class 5A playoffs. Head coach Hank Tierney says that when the field is announced on Sunday, he believes the Green Wave will draw the 3 seed behind Zachary and Captain Shreve. But he says no matter where Ponchatoula may fall, he's satisfied with the brand of football his team is playing right now, and tonight's win is a testament to that. I wanted to finish strong on both sides of the ball. Uh, it's a big rivalry game, so I wanted to make sure our kids didn't overlook Hammond. Uh, you know, it was our third straight shutout. Real excited about how good defense we're playing. And we were very efficient on offense, very, very efficient. So to beat a team 45 nothing, you know, that's your rival game. And to finish 8-0, second, second year to be undefeated in district. Never happened before in the history of the school. Pretty excited. And head coach Hank Tierney is just four wins away from 300. Reporting in Hammond, Richie Mills, WGNO Sports. Time now for our Catch of the Week presented by Euphoria Facility. Strive, thrive, and, and revive. Each featured school will get a free session of cryotherapy and an infrared sauna visit. I'm ready to go right now. 
How about the catch of the week, Here Coach? Here comes Holy Cross's Colby Young. Lays out and makes a stumbling catch. Excellent hands. Great body control. Nice throw. Letting right on the money. Great catches. Very He's looking over his shoulder. Very difficult to defend that one, my friend, yep. for the catch of the week. Terrific throw by Canatella and a nice catch by Colby Young for Holy Cross in last night's game. A very good game. Our offensive line of the week, sponsored by Allstate agents Glenn Lauza of Gretner and Eddie Cochran of Kenner, Eddie Corcoran, pardon me, of Kenner. We'd like to thank Eddie and Glenn for their sponsorship of Friday Night Football. They will protect you from mayhem. And our offensive line of the week goes to, I think, E.D. White. It's yeah, E.D. White. They and have you know, run the football we very well against them. good opponents. We've watched them all season long run the football and be extremely effective. They certainly are the uh, mayhem offensive line of the week. Back with more after this. You are watching Friday Night Football, a New Orleans tradition for 30 years. Through 30 years of Friday Night Football, we look back. We call it 30 years of nostalgia, brought to you by Delgado Community College Education That Works. They won their first football title in 1993, but success at Edna Carr often defined in a much different way. Washington Post writer Kent Babb chronicles the accomplishments of Edna Carr football in the book Across the River. It is a story that centers around the efforts of head coach Bryce Brown and his coaches to direct and sometimes save the lives of young African-American males in the city of New Orleans. Assistant Omari Robertson is a Carr graduate. They're going through a lot of things uh, that at a young age nobody should be going through. And it's not everybody, but it's a good amount of kids in the entire school that we're all trying to reach. So uh, it's, a, it's a tall task, but uh, everybody on the coaching staff is up to it. A portion of the book focuses on the death of quarterback Talet Tonka George, who was murdered near his Algiers home on the 24th of June, 2016. More than five years later, the murder remains unsolved. This is a city where only a third of the murders result in an arrest, which is alarmingly low nationally. Bab is given complete access to the program. Of head coach Bryce Brown, he writes, he skips meals and rarely sleeps. Though he fears the sound of a ringing phone, he never silences it. Robertson says those phone calls in the middle of the night aren't always bad. A lot of times they'll call in the middle of the night just to talk. Bab said Algiers and the city of New Orleans are filled with young people who don't have any hope. He calls expectations for young males of color tragically low. But he said through football at Carr, there is a better path. Once they've reached them, they can teach them. Even if you can't imagine the future that you want, it's out there. Just follow uh, the template, follow what they do, and it can be yours. In that beautiful new school there in Algiers, this is something that you sell to your kids as well. Through football, through sport, you can go to college and get a free education. It is tremendous motivation, right? Well, it should be, and, and the key is what you said. Education, education, education. That's the key to getting out of where you are to be where you want to be. We need more emphasis placed on that in the coaching ranks, in the, in the school administration to get these young people with a positive attitude of what they can do. Mm -hmm. And you can understand why the coaches work so hard with these kids 
because they think it is their critical work, it's not their, the game. It's their life. It's their very life, and it's, it's an invaluable asset to our community. We would like to thank our friends at Academy Sports and Outdoors for being a huge part of Friday Night Football. Go online and play our Academy Sports and Outdoors Pick'em Contest. Be eligible to win an Academy gift certificate, and we'll be handing out those Academy Outdoor gift certificates for 10 bucks at games throughout the metro area. Now, let's go over to the Academy Sports and Outdoors. Top five plays. How about number five? Number five is Pochettula's Brandon Johnson. Johnson's going to get the ball. He's going to take it for a 35-yard touchdown run to bring the undefeated season to the Pochettula Greenway. Number four. Author Oliver hits Trey Manganello on the slant, their third TD connection of the night. Number three is North Shore's Austin Jackson. Jackson's going to take it 57 yards for the touchdown as he gets it in the end zone on an excellent run. Salmon's Trent Johnson would take the kickoff and he gets through the first wave and it's a see you later. Goodbye. Super speed and a super touchdown for the Salmon Spartans. 122 points scored in this game. St. Thomas Morris, Christian Magnese Jukes is going to shake and power his way into the end zone in a great touchdown versus East St. John. Back with more Friday Night Football after this. You are watching Friday Night Football, a New Orleans tradition for 30 years. Tonight at Tad Gormley, Jesuit 35, Rumble 10, Jury Paris was there. Jesuit captures its first outright Catholic League title since 2011 with a 35-10 win over Rummel in a night that was full of complimentary football for the Blue Jays. It feels good to beat these guys. We haven't beat them in the last eight tries. You know, I think the last time we beat Rummel was 2014, 2011 in the regular season. So it feels good to beat them guys. I like the way we're playing. You know, I mean, we'll take the Catholic League title because, we, I mean, we did play really well. But I know, you know, there was a game in week two that was a battle. That went to triple overtime, so I can't take credit away from them either. But uh, very proud of this football team and very proud of a championship championship performance. Jesuit jumped out to a 14-0 lead in the first quarter with both touchdowns coming off of turnovers. The Blue Jays finished plus five in the turnover ratio, and head coach Ryan Manali says he was pleased with the effort on both sides. It, it's the same old song. Defense is prepared. They're playing their hearts out. Offense is opportunistic. we got a lot of young guys playing on the offensive line. Uh, you know, we had a back, a freshman back carried the ball pretty well tonight. Just very happy with the team. One of the goals we set in the beginning of the season and uh, all the hard work we put in the offseason, throughout the season, everyday practice in the weight room, classroom, the community, it all leads to today. And uh, we're looking forward to keep pushing this momentum into the playoffs and going forward. With the win, Jesuit finishes the 2021 regular season undefeated. Reporting at Tad Gormley Stadium, Jory Perry, WGNO Sports. This could happen if Jesuits the three, Scotlandville's the six, Brother Martin's the 11. If Brother Martin would win that game, they would play Jesuit in the second round. That's not how the pairing's supposed to no, work. No, it's not supposed to work that way. And we all know the difficulty that came about that. I think there's a better solution to the problem. Okay, which is? Which is, I think if there was no intent of anything illegal, it simply should have been a fine, maybe a probation, and let's let the playoff bracket play out the way it's supposed to. Why put teams at disadvantages because of a mistake that was made unintentionally. Good point. 
Now let's move on. Friday Night Football presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl. We told you about St. Thomas Moore and East St. John. There were 122 points in that game. And this guy right here, Kylan Harris, since they moved him to quarterback, has been a different East St. John team. But then they would get started with St. Thomas Moore and the Cougars get Ty Catlin getting the pass from Walker Howard and he took it to the house. Now, one of the big plays, of course, was Christian McNeese on the run, a beautiful run for the touchdown, 122 points. Do you think the defensive coordinators will sleep tonight? Not very well. They're looking at that film riding home on the bus. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> I've been there. Boy, that's a miserable feeling. You know, I, I know this is the offensive era of football, but 122 points in a high school game, that's ridiculous. That, that is ridiculous. You're right. But, you know, great players make big plays, and both teams have them. See you tomorrow at Yenny, my friend at Good. noon. Looking, Looking forward, forward to it. it. See you next week on Friday Night Football, always presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl.